This is Gray Man Media Content. I'm Jessica. I'm Devin. We founded a media company to help promote local artists and goof off with our friends. It's not always easy running all these shows, but we decided to add another to our list. This is The Other Show. So what are you John knowing with Wolf Takes a Bite? It's going to be coming out here soon. Yep. Um, well, so we're on season three of Wolf Takes a Bite. And um, it's one of my favorite shows to produce. Um, mostly because of the effort that goes forth into it. I can understand that. Watching you guys set up cameras and lights all morning is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it took me and you like five seconds to set this up. It doesn't Mostly take... Mostly you. I didn't do much for this one. <laughs> but it doesn't take long. Um, there's a lot of effort that goes into um, what we do for Wolf Takes a Bite. Um, there was a lot of extra assets. Um, so we had to create a whole... It's The TV's off right now, but generally speaking... Uh, there's an entire video portion that goes behind on the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Which had to be created by you. Yeah, You exactly. were very upset for about three hours trying to make it because it kept not wanting to work the right way. Yeah. Animation is uh, difficult even for a very powerful PC like the one that we have. <laughs> um, it's uh, 3D rendering is just difficult no matter what you do. Um, very CP heavy and there's nothing you can really do about that. Um. Also, uh, it, with this season, you know, there was a, there's script writing, there's um, research that needs to go into the episodes. More research than normal, because they have done research in the past. Well, obviously. Stuff. But this, there, it's a lot heavier research. Now. Also, generally, um, in the past, John had done the majority of the research, whereas this time I'm doing the majority of the research. Um, it's also... This is a vodcast and a podcast for the entirety of the episode. Um mm-hmm. For Wolf Takes a Bite, it is, you know, only the first half at most is a vodcast. And then uh, the second, the back half uh, where John's research really shines, um, that's completely for audio listeners only. So it's an exclusive to audio listeners. So going, having to stop midway so that we can stop film production, you know, to save memory because memory (laughs) is... Memory is the one thing Devin wants to grow on trees. Right. <laughs> um, I could have infinite of it. Um, there's a lot. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, we used to, you know, we'd be able to record three episodes back to back on a Sunday. We're, we're very lucky to get one episode done. <laughs> it takes honest. time. Eventually you'll get it. Yeah. Obvious, obviously, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get much, much better at what we're doing and, um, I don't think much more equipment is going to be necessary. The cameras are great. Uh, we got the tripods. The lighting's the only thing that I think needs mm-hmm. to be tweaked, and that's just a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's also any... not much you crazy you can do with the room we have. Just it's true. There's not a lot, of, a lot of space to have like the big fancy ones that mm-hmm. you can just like put way back there and just shine really bright. Yeah, it can make it difficult. Well, and then the other thing is, is all the other, all the extra stuff that comes from Wolf Takes a Bite. So Wolf Takes a Bite is one of the only, it's the only Gray Man brand that is becoming a brand within itself, right? So there's a different strategy for marketing. 
um, than there is. I mean, obviously, when we market our gaming content, it's different from when we market any of our podcasts. But even marketing the Wolf Takes a Bite podcast is different than marketing the rest of the podcast. Makes sense. They're all different things. And yeah. the, the Wolf Takes a Bite show is a lot different from anything else we do. Yeah. All the others are kind of, even this one's kind of similar to, to a couple others, like Down to Earth. It's similar, but not the same at the same time. But with Wolf Takes a Bite, it's an entirely different thing. Yeah. And it's, its own it, entity. We're in a very saturated market. I mean, as far as, I mean, podcasts, everybody in, and their mother has a podcast already. Um, so that already in and of itself, we're kind of lost to, you know, the, the millions of podcasts. Um, but then we're, then we're really in a class of podcasts. That's like Wolf takes bite is anyway. I mean, there's so much of it. There's so much of, of the topic that we're discussing. And so trying to strike that perfect balance between informal uh, informable, um, and also fun and lighthearted and funny. Um, that comes a informational, like, comedy show, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because, I mean, you, if you wanted to, we can't do the facts better than other people. We just can't. Um, There's also so many times people can hear for the same facts. Like, if they like the topic, like, such as Vampire Shelf have done in the past, I'm sure there's 101 million podcasts out there that have talked about that. Have. But, like, the way you and Sean will joke with each other, people will come to listen for that, and then they'll also get funny bits of the actual information in yeah. there. No, absolutely. And I took a lot of inspiration from um, Red Web, um, who have who have covered a lot of the topics that we've covered. Um, and they they, I don't think they have the same dynamic that me and John have, but it's similar, um, where uh, Trevor is kind of being the, the, the John, and then um, Alfredo is kind of being the Devin. Um, but it's a little, it's a little bit more, it's a little bit more centered around the facts, but also at the same time that this season, you know, at least the first, you know, half, uh, it is a lot more in the facts and I really wanted to, it's been hard. I mean, you know, you've watched the process <laughs> Yeah. of, uh, it's painful to watch sometimes because yeah. just they, they want it all to be perfect yeah. immediately, but it takes a little time. Well, to I was going to, get everything I was talking about the writing. Oh, the writing process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to talk about any episodes about it at all? Yeah, I, I get there. Or teasers? Um, well, with the, the thing is about the writing, right? Um, again, I can't do facts better than anybody else. And I can't be a better writer than everybody else. So what I'm trying to do is trying to build this story around the facts. And I hope it turns out well. I hope that I hope that um, I hope that the way that I write the scripts uh, translate well to John and John performs them well. Um, I think that we, at least the first two episodes that we've, that are done and edited and ready to go, um, I think turned out great. Um, and you can tell by episode two, uh, the Yeti where we cover the Yeti. I think that's episode two. If not, it's like episode three. We're close enough. Or is it episode one? <laughs> what was episode one? I can't remember. I know what episode one was. What was episode one? Uh, pills. Oh, the Lake City Quiet Pills, yes. Yeah. There was a lot of information in that one. Uh, we really didn't get much time to kind of fool around. But in Yeti, there was a lot less structure to the script. <laughs> it was more – it, again, I, I built a narrative around a story about this one guy who had some anecdotal evidence from Bhutan and, you know, kind of ran with that. And that was fun to write. But also you could tell that 
from the experience of going from Lake City Quiet Pills, where there's a lot of structure and we're not used to that at all in the podcast. <laughs> in fact, the majority of Wolf Takes a Bite has just been a drunken rambling of nonsense, but we're both sober now. Um, at least he is for these episodes. I'm sober, but, um, you know, there's, uh, it, it's very different in general going into season three compared to the previous two seasons. So that, um, but it was nice to see in the edit of Yeti where we, it was a little more relaxed, <laughs> you know, y'all can take a deep breath a little yeah. more. There was some, there was the, the comedy had, had come back. Um, I think Lake City Quiet is a great episode. Um, and it's super interesting, the stuff that happens in that. Um, but it wasn't. It, so it, by the time, if you guys are already watching, well, you will be within, I think, a week or two from mm-hmm. now. We'll give you math later. Devin can put that on the screen somewhere <laughs> when we do the math. <laughs> but after you get the math on that and you see it all, just keep watching until you get to the last episode of the season and then tell us the difference you all see between Devin and John between episode one and 30 or something. I don't know how many episodes they have in this season. There's, gonna there's be, a list somewhere. There's going to be 20 episodes. <laughs> we are still undecided about. Um, there's a there's one topic, and I won't spoil it just in case we decide not to do it. Uh, there's one topic that we think uh, similar to season two where we did Freemason week, uh, which was a lot of fun for us. It was tiring, and I don't really ever want to talk about Freemasons ever again, but <laughs> and John will tell you the same. But it was a lot of fun, and uh, in general, the the people who are listening, and I don't know all of them. Um, you, know, you know them all by name. I don't. You know I, wish I, sleeping, I wish I did know. You know when they're awake. I wish I did know, but I know a few of them who, who, uh, who actually listen, not just you know, listen, but they, they actually listen. And, uh, they, they really, they, they were receptive to Freemason week. So we kind of want to do a similar thing for season three, but it's still undecided about the topic. No, we know the topic, which is not a hundred percent. What I, what I mean is, is that there could be 20 to 27 episodes. Oh, gotcha. And then there's also, you know, Wolf Tall Tales. (laughs) Is it going to be Freemason week? No. Once every three months, we're going to have a Freemason week, right? That's what I know. Uh, but then there's also Wolf Tall Tales, which was um, a nightmare. But it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. It was the closest thing I have to working like on a set. And boy, I wish we had some extra hands. But to be honest with you, there's not many more people we could have fit in that room. <laughs> uh, between all the all the all the lighting, there was four cameras going. There was countless lights. Uh, Jesus, you know. just for that little corner. That sounds ridiculous. It looks great. <laughs> it I guess it's all that matters. So <laughs> worth the effort, but it was a lot. Um, and 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 fighting with John every like two scripts, like, hey, slow down, read the words. He's like, it sounded good. It didn't. It didn't. And you know what? We used the second take, and it sounds much better. Um, and also, what's even worse? It yeah. Well, I know we're going over here, but. Um, we used four cameras. Only one of them was salvageable. What happened to the other ones? Well, uh, one of them was connected to my laptop. Um, when when we were encoding in 4K because we were shooting, we were doing the shoot all in 4K. OBS decided to corrupt every single file. Jeez. Yep. So camera two was down. Camera three was the GoPro. It just didn't work. 
it just did not work. It, it would start and stop recording at random intervals, and there was no rhyme or reason as to why. Um, I've yet to pour over the footage. It's not usable, though. I know for a fact it's not. Dang. Yeah. And then the fourth camera was the one that was in my hand, which was only meant to be, you know, for our purposes to, to kind of throw something together as like, a, this is how we made the show kind of thing. So it do, it will not show in the final product. Mm. Yeah. So great so next time just do one camera it's fine no, ne <laughs> next time we because we bought an imac uh and we have the ability to do things now um much easier anyway i should say it'll be much easier and we won't worry about obs or any of that crap so that's good yeah um i know we're running over um so you got anything to say about wolf takes a bite i'm excited to see it Y'all have a few topics on there I'm excited to, like, listen to. Yeah. I don't want to listen to y'all do it because there's a lot of behind-the-scenes setup, and that's, I'm just like, I'm done with you guys already. But I can't <laughs> wait to see how it turns out at the end and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Y'all have uh, a really good lineup of topics down there. There's a few I have no idea what they are, and then there's quite a bit of I'm like, oh, I've heard of that. Okay, so I'm excited to see where yeah. it's going to be. I'm really excited, too. I think we have a great lineup, just like you said. Um, I think... I think me and John are really becoming into our element. Um, the work it being put into is is a labor of love because obviously we're not making a dime on any of this. But uh, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun to produce and make, and uh, working with John is both frustrating and rewarding. <laughs> when it all comes together, it is like wow, we're good at this. But when you're doing it, it's like I will rip your teeth yeah. out of your skull. <laughs> That's basically how it is. Every time I see you guys together, you, it's like they hate each other the whole time. But then at the end, they're like, oh, we did a good job. I'm like, get it together, guys. Yeah. Quit. <laughs> but me, me and John, uh, Wolf Takes a Bite comes out every Wednesdays. Uh, Wolf Tall Tales has been undecided as far as the release date goes. Um, go subscribe to the Wolf Takes a Bite solo channel. Go follow us on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wolf Tab Pod. I think that's what it is. Probably. Wolf takes a bite pod, it might be. Um, yeah, it's something like Devin that. will put it up on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, to future Devin. Um, yeah, every Wednesday the podcast comes out, so you can listen and or watch on the YouTube slash anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, if the episodes, if season three is not out right now, you can go listen to like mine and John's behind the scene thing where we talk, where we kind of break down what happened in season one, season two, and so on and so forth. So I'll see you there. Bye. Well, it's not bye. <laughs>
look, you see their face and you're like, oh, that guy or oh, that chick. It's yeah. like, yeah, they're it. That's how big the, does a name get? You know what I mean? Like that's the, as big as um, you need to be. The from the beginning part, the general or whatever. It was the FBI dude. I think is what it was from CSI that I grew up watching. I saw him. I was like, huh. I remember that guy. Haven't seen him since I watched CSI like 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't even know. Remember the general that made her pay? Yeah. Oh which yeah. was hilarious. That oh guy. Yeah. He was a, like an FBI or a cop of some sort on NCIS. Always worked with the team. He was like their liaison between them, the feds or something like that. So in this movie, um, Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio uh, play scientists. And they find out that, uh, yeah, they play scientists. He's an astrologer, right? And that she's training to be one? Uh, Look, they're scientists. It falls under the general field of science. At the very beginning, you learn their titles very fast. But he's like the actual scientist. And then she's like training to be or like is getting her doctrine for something like that. Something like that. That's not really important. Anyway, (laughs) they find a meteor or an asteroid or whatever the technical term is for a giant rock floating in space, hurtling towards Earth because it is. And it's like, um, uh, you know. That's what they call a a planet killer. A planet killer. That's what they call it. They call it a planet killer. They're they're like, we call it a planet killer. I'm like, how many of these have you found? Like, how how many many disasters have you either stopped or just watched? I need to know. But was, well, they were tracking this thing for a little bit, right? And then she just happened to be sitting there when she was watching it beep around the screen or whatever. I guess. <laughs> but they go to do a media tour on on basically this asteroid that's supposed to destroy the Earth mm-hmm. because the president won't help them, who is played by Meryl Streep, and her son in the movie, Jonah Hill, uh, is her advisor or something of that nature? Chief of staff, I think, is what is that was, what it or was? Something like that. that makes sense. Yeah, um, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And he's great. Uh, I love Jonah Hill. Uh, <laughs> Played the role very well. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Um, but basically, you know, it's it's a giant farce on the government in general, which I'm always in for. That sounds yeah, like a dude, great time. It was me. so funny because yeah, the good. whole reason president want to help because president's getting like is about to go to like the reelects or something like that it's basically she didn't wanted the votes to go in her favor and she's like well telling people the world's gonna get destroyed not a good look that's basically yeah. what the whole thing <laughs> yeah yeah and and i mean and what's also scary about it before it really starts amping up in the comedy and like how stupid like society is mm-hmm. what is really scary is they did mention like do you know how many people come in here with doomsday like you know scenarios yeah. that are like supposedly actually going to happen it's like what if one of those like actually ha- like what if somebody comes up to the president and like come on man you know how many times i hear this a day <laughs> this was like two hours ago we already went over the doomsday for the day that's 11 a.m that's what i'm saying i mean <laughs> that's 11 it, prob- it probably does happen a lot i bet it happens a lot yeah i mean the amount of different ways that could either potentially cause war or end the planet there's so many different ways that they have to constantly have a meeting pretty much every day about it about something like, oh, this person has nukes now. Oh, what this rock mean? might be moving. Or <laughs> somebody's drilling too far. So, like, there's there's got to be so many scenarios that they have to deal with. Yeah, for My sure. My question is, how much would the actual president be talked to? Or would you actually end up just talking to somebody else? I, I don't think there's... I don't an, think you'd get a face-to-face. I don't think so either. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about how that works, but... I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> so, then they, so then they go on... The president wouldn't help them, so they go on a media tour... <laughs> That blows up in their face. Yeah, because he's trying to stay cool. 
the girl loses her mind because she's like, because they go into like the media. They want it to be nice, happy, be warm about it. And she's like, the world's going to end. Why are you still smiling about it? Loses her all this. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, oh, I see. (laughs) Nobody cares. Nobody cares until they can actually see it in the sky. Yeah. At that point, it's too late. So then eventually uh, Jennifer Lawrence is ostracized because she's screaming on the television telling everybody they're going to die. And Leonardo DiCaprio. She gets memed. Who is, yeah, she gets memed <laughs> hard. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, he's kind of turned into like this media god. Media puppet, basically. Oh, them. 100%. And like he ends up cheating on his wife. And he's like this big charismatic dude. All of a sudden, even though he was having a f-ing panic attack before, yeah, he, he was TV before. Yeah, he was the normal scientist they usually portray at the beginning, where they're like, "I, I can't talk to people. I can't do." It. And all of a sudden, at the end, he's like, "Okay, so." <laughs> <laughs> but then eventually, you find out, um, you know, why did they decide to? Right, so they were gonna but, blow it up. Yeah, that's right. what they were telling them. Like, hey, launch some like nukes at it and either direct well, it or to. explode it. That's they what they were to. trying to do. And they finally got them. I don't remember what convinced. I'm, I'm about to tell you because uh, I just went through what you're going through right this second. They were, they were about to blow it up. Remember, they, they were sending that astronaut and a bunch of other rocket ships up. No, and then it they turned them- around. And they turned around because old boy, who was a play on Mark Zuckerberg, said, yo, there's, like, valuable metal. There's, like, like, diamonds on that, bro. And then Jonah Hill was like, oh, my God, what if we were all rich? How terrible would that be? Remember? Like society would do. Exactly. No, but I'm trying to remember, what did they do to make the president listen to them? There was a reason. Oh, yeah, she got in a lot of heat because she was, like, sleeping with somebody she wasn't supposed to. It's a porn star. So now her thing is, I'm going to save the planet for you guys so you guys will like me again. I was like, why did they send that up? Because she didn't want to help him at the beginning. Yeah, it's because she was trying to get the heat off her. She's like, now we're going to save everybody. We need to get this patriot that probably shouldn't have been in a freaking rocket to be the hero and fly to space. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's great. I feel like it's way too true to reality. It is. I feel like the entirety of the movie is way too true to reality. It's, uh, I mean, it's an exaggerated version of it, but I mean... (laughs) Your first so, comment was the phone thing. It like kicked off with that. Like the phone's gonna just feel your your heartbeat and stuff and start sending you happy or sad things. Like yeah, that's that's terrifying, but I, it's probably pretty accurate. I've listened to a lot of um, interesting people talk about this kind of thing, and it is this kind of tech. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really <laughs> scary. Like because that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to devise. This is a whole other conversation. I'll just summarize it by saying basically what the the opening scene where the phones make you feel good and then that makes you addicted to them. They're already doing that. They're just going to get more and more advanced because that's the reason we're addicted. More and to more it. accurate. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, that's scary and a whole other problem for a whole different generation hopefully i'll be dead <laughs> i'm already addicted it's far too late for me <laughs> so what'd you think of the end though <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my heart pressure yeah this whatever. whole movie like as i'm seeing it at the end i was like this is it's too accurate between the way society acts what okay I don't know a lot about the government. What I could assume would happen with the government seems fairly accurate. They would try to make the money before. I don't know. I don't think they'd let it get. Yeah, I don't think they'd quite let it get that close before doing it. But it kind of makes sense. It's exaggerated. Also, um, 
but it's terrifyingly accurate. Especially right there at the end. As far as like rocks in space, like a good portion of them would have massive amounts of valuable material. Oh, yeah. So to stop the one that's headed straight to Earth, I don't know. Just blow that one up and go for a different asteroid. Yeah. You know, or like their plan at the end was to blow it up. And bring little pieces in. You should have blown it up when it was much further away. Yep. <laughs> and honestly, it was way too close. And honestly, I don't even think that's the, the. I mean, I don't know anything about anything, but I I would assume the best thing to do would be try to knock it off its course into some other direction instead of trying to blow this thing up and letting you know millions of pieces hopefully burn up in the atmosphere. Hopefully. Why don't we yeah. just try to nudge it? Because if you get it far, if you're, if it's, you know. Well, I think that's what they originally wanted them to do is like put like, because they could throw nukes at it and it may not blow it up entirely, but it'll push it enough yeah. where it swings around us instead of actually hitting us. I think like just. I think that was the original build a, plan. Build some kind of spaceship that would drill in a little bit and then push. Push? Yeah. It's just like it literally just pushes it along. Well, it, okay, so obviously, like Wally with the fire listen, extinguisher. Uh, yes, exactly. But obviously, you know, you would need to move this massive rock very, very far, so you would have to catch it early, because you'd only be able to move it like an inch off its trajectory, you know, per day. Let's yeah. say for easy math. So you'd have to catch it in order to miss the Earth, which I don't know if you know, but the Earth is pretty getting big so in order to miss the entire earth you're gonna have to catch that thing far away like mm -hmm. we're talking about like out there with saturn <laughs> so i don't know yeah they but didn't I really tell anything. us how far they just told us it was like six months out is where it started i don't know, I don't know. if any of y'all are astro astronomers or whatever know how far away that would have been from us let me know well it depends on but how fast it was moving where I, they, i'm it, sure they say maybe i don't know but anyway so they go so the you know then they turn it into this whole political thing don't look up which hmm, i wonder what that's a play on <laughs> i wonder if that could have anything to do with anything um or yeah. actually it doesn't even need to be that one it could have just been any political slogan ever oh yeah any of them yeah but yeah the whole thing is don't look up because by the time this happens you can visually see the meteor in the air. So they're all the scientists are saying, hey, you. look up. It's right there. They're lying yeah. to you type of thing. <laughs> and the, all the politics are, or all the politicians are like, don't look up. They're lying. We got this type yeah. of And then we right there at the end, the people in the crowd looked finally, literally looked up. And they're like, oh, my God. It's yeah. like, did you actually not look up? It was like, not. For a, months, did was, you actually just not look up? It was a political <laughs> slogan, but it was a literal thing. Don't look up <laughs> at the giant impending doom. It was, so, it was so dumb. It was funny, though. As always, spoiler alerts. For, I probably should have said that. I don't know. but Anybody watching the show already knows it's always yeah, spoilers. We should probably put something at the beginning. Like We should record like something we can copy and paste into every episode. <laughs> Devin, get on that. The moon thing the asteroid it's not, yeah, say, it's not the moon it's, it's an asteroid yeah, hurling towards earth that's something else we saw today um <laughs> it's going full blown right at us it blows up it blows up the whole damn thing and it does it blows up earth it doesn't blow up they tried to send out yeah. these many things to mine it break it parts in work. it they all don't work so it it hits earth yeah but before it does that I don't think he's Mark Zuckerberg. I'm going to call him Elon Musk, dude, because that's actually what he seems like. Yeah, but that guy and the president and along the with uh, these other old people. The people who made the film 
said it was a play on. But Mark he doesn't Griffin. make tech, does he? What do you mean? That's what the this other metaverse. That's a website. Elon Musk makes spaceships and vehicles. This guy made phones. So if anything, he's closest to the Apple guy. What? Yeah. Didn't you see? Elon Musk makes spaceships. The other guy made a spaceship. Yeah, he made a spaceship. That was his secondary protocol. This doesn't matter. (laughs) The people who made the film said it was Zuckerberg. The whole thing was that he was supposed to be like robotic, and that's why he didn't really feel anything, and that's... People yeah, make that joke about Zuckerberg like a lot. Too. People make that joke about Zuckerberg a lot. Is that he's a robot? I thought they say the same thing about Musk. No, they say Elon is an alien. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Never mind them. Yeah. I mean, it I, I take back my statement. I, though. I'm not right. I'm just saying what the people <laughs> who made the. I don't care about it. Any Anyways, right before it crashes and they they're in NASA trying to like see if their plan worked. Didn't spoilers didn't work it's still gonna kill everybody him the president along with all these other old i guess politicians everywhere get in a spaceship go to space into cairo sleep and go to some other earth-like planet that's somewhere i don't know it takes them like two hundred fifty thousand, hundred thousand years something like that it's a crazy long time yeah but on the way like she her and zuckerberg on a plane going to the spaceship she calls the scientist dude like hey we like you you want to get on there and he's like no, I'm with my family. I'm going to die here. I'm not going to run cowardly like the rest of you all, basically. Yeah. And then it ends on them, the other, all the politicians getting off the spaceship very much naked. <laughs> and they die by getting e- eaten by a something. Yeah. I don't know what he called that. That was the after credit scene. Was it? <laughs> yeah. And then there was another after credit scene. Ooh. Yeah, we got to watch this. <laughs> yeah, we missed it. But it, basically, it's uh, Jonah Hill and I guess... I don't know. He like uh he wakes up under rubble or rubble and uh and he's like, Whoa and like the whole world's blown up, so I don't know how he's alive. And I guess he <laughs> takes a selfie or something like that and he's like, Like and subscribe Like as his final act. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's too funny. I gotta see that. Anyway, uh what do you all right, so I have a I have a problem that I've come across here. The f- I stand by every rating I've ever given food, which was like what once on the show. We've rated it a couple times, I think. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. But the movie thing, I started real high. I think I gave Free Guy like a four or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I think that one deserved a four though. That I don't was really know. Good. that was really high. <laughs> That's not a whole lot of room to grow on. I can't change it. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Eventually, we can watch a movie and change our rating. No, absolutely not. It's law. <laughs> That's like the that's other show way. law, but there is a problem that I'm running into, but I think it's going to fix itself over the course of time and us rating more things because I think that this was as good and or better than a free guy. Don't look up. Yeah. What is your official rating then? Or don't look up. Look at the camera. Tell them with your better eyes. What is it? Hello? <laughs> yeah. I think I might give um, it's hard I don't know like a 3.7 3.7 yeah 7's official rating yeah but I think it was actually I think free guy just need I think I just gave free guy a really high rating <laughs> I think free guy deserved the rating though it was a great movie it, I mean it deserved it at the time yes this is the way this <laughs> different show Devin yeah <laughs> I think I give Don't Look Up a 4.1. 4.1? 4. 
giving it an average score of whatever number that math is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I suck at math. It's probably like three point nine. If I had to guess, that sounds right. Either way, I thought it was really good. I also love movies. Maybe I'm a terrible, terrible person for this. I love movies where everyone dies in the end. Me too. Like, be realistic. Yeah. And they were. I don't know about the whole Jonah Hill thing. I got to rewatch that clip. <laughs> but at the end, where like all these all these politicians, like they went to another planet, Did they say, and then they got eaten by something. Don't look up is realistic. <laughs> No, but everyone dying. Like, even, like, them going to another planet, you wouldn't just survive. If a random creature came at you and started eating you, you're all, you're all <laughs> Like, you're all gonna die. And that's exactly Almost what they did. Almost whole episode, no, no. Because we'll they see. didn't know. Because they wouldn't know what kind of creature it was. And, like, that's re very realistic. You wouldn't know what all these things are and how dangerous they are. Which I So I do like that they weren't just nice bunnies running around. Like, this thing ate her. Literally ate her, swinging her dead, literal you can see it in the movie around. Just saying. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you <laughs> next week. And uh, drink your water. Drink your water. Lots of it. Cold. Room temperature. Shut up. <laughs> hey, if you enjoyed listening to that episode, you can find more. Just go to graymanmediaco.com and you find all things The Other Show. 